Grace to you and peace from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever been comfortable only to be interrupted? Have you ever felt... And then you remember that you forgot to do something and you have to get up? Maybe, maybe it wasn't you who forgot. And instead of being comfortable, you found yourself, well, slightly uncomfortable. Have you ever experienced that in life? Where life seemed to be going... With the uncomfortableness... That, that idea that not everything is going quite the way you thought it was going to go. I remember years ago, uh, I was doing my vicarage in Steelville, Illinois. So that's south over there by Carbondale, for those of you that never heard of Steelville, because it's a, it's a pretty small town. But I was in Steelville. So nice. They love. But I still remember when we finally got to the Good Friday story. When we finally started talking about the suffering of Christ. At first, at first. But slowly as it dawned on them, that no, Jesus actually suffered. And he actually did this for you. You could kind of see it come over their faces. It was uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable really to be hit with the reality of suffering and pain that Jesus went to, that Jesus went through for you and for me. In a lot of ways, that uncomfortable reality is something that we get also from our gospel lesson this morning. The text starts with these ideas that these great crowds, great crowds are following Jesus. And you can tell... Jesus has been... And they really like it. They love And today Jesus turns and he begins to speak and he says some harsh words. Some very harsh words. To follow me, 
you hate your brothers and sisters, your mothers and fathers, your grandparents, even, yes, even yourself. These are some harsh, harsh words. And you know, as, as Christians, a lot of times we do this where we read a text like this and we begin to think to ourselves, I don't But the problem with that is that if we, we think like that, we forget that Jesus wants all to come to him. And Jesus will not lie. No, these words are the words of God. These words are words to those that were gathered around those great crowds. And yes, I'm sure that in those great crowds, they did then after these words but they're also words for us. And then Jesus tells some parables. The first, the first about the cost of building a tower. Who doesn't count the cost? They never actually counted the cost. And what about the king that goes off to war? What king who's going off to war doesn't first... If you already know, you cannot win. So yes, you need to count the cost. And the same is true with discipleship. You count the cost. And what is the cost? What is the cost? Within these harsh words comes one true reality. Christ comes first. Christ comes first. Christ is above our family. He is above our our family and our friends, our brothers. Christ comes first. Within the Christian churches, I feel like there's two types of people. There are those that hear words and they say, it can't be And they come to church and they know. Come to church because Christ comes first. They come to church for other reasons. And then there's the And only then do you truly realize that this is not something that we must do, but it is something that God does in us and through us through the very working of the Holy Spirit. 
No, we cannot put Christ first. But through the work of the Holy Spirit, as God continues to draw closer to Himself, it is then and it is there in faith that Christ becomes first. The first of all may not always feel like it. It may not always seem like it. But Christ comes first. And He comes first through the working of God Himself. Even this, even this cost of discipleship is a cost not but a cost that God pays and gives to us freely. That Christ goes to the cross for you, for your sake, for your salvation. That He pays the price, the price that we deserve to pay, but yet pays it so freely that He draws us ever closer to Himself. That through the work of the Spirit, He draws us to repentance, turning from our sin and turning back to Him. Turning ever to our Lord and to our Savior Jesus Christ, who is first. In His name, Amen. And now may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. At this time, please stand. As